Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Hi there, Michael on Let's Travel Radio, and we're in Ireland. It's March, the beautiful month of spring, the start of a new era, a new season. And here today, some of the most wonderful guests who can talk about Ireland as a destination for so many parts, theater arts, romance, music, festivals, food, fashion, historical sites. Well, let's get started. So... My uh, to my right, I've got Bill Condon. He's the vice president of marketing, yeah, for the Irish Tourist Board, and he invited John Crumlish from Galway. He's the CEO of the International Galway Arts Festival. We are so pleased! My goodness, Barry's here. Barry Sinkin from IAC, the Irish Arts Center. Jimmy Donahue, the executive chef for Fitzpatrick Hotels. And I've got Frances Howarth. She's with the Irish Rep Theater and her cohort. Marin Lawler, our art director. Oh, wow, that's great. Okay, and uh, let's see. Who else did we, did we miss out? Sunid McPhillips, who was just here. She tailed off, but she may be back. We're going to talk about Ireland, and it is so dear to me, having heard so much about Ireland as a destination, a center for the arts. Get this, some of the great legendary performers, art critics, art theater persons. I mean, you've heard of Gabriel Byrne, Fiona Shaw, Liam Neeson. Well, they're all Irish. George Bernard Shaw, Yeats, Samuel Beckett, Seamus Haney. How does this happen? Paul Muldoon, the Pulitzer Prize poet. There's so much more. Let's get started. Ireland is a small country with a big heart. Yeah, 32,000 square miles. The population is only 5.2 million. In the north is 1.8. I have to admit to that. And a wide expanse of ocean 2,000 miles facing the Atlantic, those are square miles. There's so much to see, so much to do. This is the year to visit Ireland. They've bumped up their distribution. Last year, 2 million two from North America visited Ireland. Is the Celtic tiger roaring? Bill, tell us, what's going on? Well, it would appear to be. Uh, Ireland is certainly going through uh, a very positive economic period with very, very low unemployment and a huge amount of infrastructure has been built up to invite um, tourists from all around the world. We get over 11 million tourists around the world. But as you mentioned, Michael, 2 million coming from the United States. But I think there's, a, there's so many attractions for the American visitor when they get to Ireland. First of all, there's access. Uh, there's 16 gateways from the United States and five gateways from Canada. So, mm. And that's in the peak, 66,000 seats a week. Huh. And there was a period not too long ago where we had a lonely f- single flight from Kennedy Airport into Ireland. So there's been an explosion of access. But to accompany the access has been the great value, the great food, and all the work that my colleagues around the table here to, to deliver on artistic 
uh, performances. We go after a, a market segment called the culturally curious. Mm. These are people who are interested in culture and, and the performing arts that are so well represented today. That's the attractions that they go after. You mentioned food. The food is really world class in Ireland. The variety, the freshness, uh, right, right up and down the, the, the length and breadth of Ireland. It really is a phenomenal. We don't always have that reputation, but we're gaining that reputation. Mm-hmm. And certainly for those who go to Ireland, they remark probably the most remarkable thing is the wonderful uh, uh, food that we have to offer, the freshness, the creativity of our chefs. It really is a phenomenal destination. And the Americans typically go longer than nearly any other uh, market. They go for nine days and they are most important visitor because they travel all over the island of Ireland. They go north, they go south, they go east, they go west, they experience theatre food, good restaurants. They also leave a lot of money behind with them as well. And that creates employment. And the employment in Ireland from the tourism industry is about 325,000 people. So it makes for the number one employer on the island of Ireland. So tourism, apart from people having a good time going to Ireland, there's a huge economic uh, benefit to the island of Ireland, both north and south. It's a 12-month destination, isn't it? It it certainly is now. And, you know, the weather is, uh, you know, it's a temperate climate. They say in the winter, the average temperature is 80 degrees, 40 in the morning and 40 in the afternoon. But certainly something that you can uh, go over uh, at any time of the year and enjoy. Just bring a coat if you need to do. It might rain some days, but it's not going to rain all day and not going to rain every day. So climate isn't a reason to go to Ireland. And our remit is truly to expand the season. So we get Americans and visitors from all over uh, the world going all year round and not just going to Dublin and the primary cities all year round. We want them to go to the regional destinations all year round. And that's where we're spending all the money, mm-hmm. our marketing money in 2020 to promote regions of Ireland, number one, and also the seasons of Ireland. So they're going for 12 months of the year. So the, the Celtic... Uh Tiger is still roaring, yeah? We, we, we brought it back to life recently, so it's, uh, we're happy with its state at this point in time. <laughs> and I hear there's a lot of lodging available, like, well, 100,000 beds? That's a, oh, yeah, that's no, there's, there's, there's an explosion of properties, but it isn't just uh, uh, four-star hotels. There's a co- great collection of castle properties. Mm-hmm. There's university campus accommodation. Uh, there's bed and breakfast. There's uh, guest houses. So there's something for everybody's budget. And castles too. Castles galore, <laughs> and the, the castles and manor houses. They accommodate really the top end of the marketplace. So a lot of people might do two nights in a bed and breakfast and two nights in a castle. So they have a variety of experiences when they visit the island of Ireland. So we're not committed, committing them just to go and spend all their money on accommodation. They can mix and match and explore. And most people who do go do just that. They explore. They go all over the island of Ireland. 3,500 places to stay? Uh, Is that right? 3,500 Well, you don't have to stay in the mall at the one time. We hope hope we get people to come back year in, year out. But you could also, if you get in trouble, call the Irish Home B&B Association. They'll place you I suppose oh fantastic and and they they probably specialize in the bre- best breakfasts mm-hmm. uh, you can get uh, anywhere in the world um, and it, it really is uh, will keep you going for the entire day mm. and uh, it's it's you, typically bed and breakfast are only five rooms or less and you can go in there you get a great welcome because they're 
owner uh, managed as it were and so you're really going and visiting somebody's home Excellent. so it's another uh, accommodation experience traditional you can enjoy. Irish breakfast oh bring on the bacon uh, the soda bread uh, the cut oatmeal yeah I've had yeah. that pudding black pudding yeah. white pudding um, well that's uh, and also of course if you want more of a, a taste of Ireland by the way that's a program that started last year. This is the first full year. You can really have a taste of Ireland with so many of the villages and cities have tours. You know, a tasting tour, not bad. You can also do a whiskey tour. We like to talk about that. But um, there's so much to do. There's a lot to see. Of course, you mentioned Dublin. That's such a historic city. They have a number of marvelous museums. Museum of Fine Arts, Literature, and the University? Come on, the library. Get into the library. Check it out. Anyway, I'm so pleased that you could join us. But here today also from Galway's International Arts Festival, I've got John Koish, and he's going to tell us what's going on in Galway. John. Well, Galway's special this year because we're hosting uh, the European Capital of Culture and the Galway International Arts Festival, with which I'm associated, will play a big role in it. Our festival is on from the 13th to the 26th of July, but we're also doing a massive installation as part of it with an Irish artist called John Gerard. Mm. And we're doing it in the city, in the famous Clada, where the rings come from, and then we're taking the installation to a bog out uh, beyond Clifton, right on the Atlantic, where um, Alcock and Brown crashed into when they did their first transatlantic flight. Mm. Hmm. Wow. And it runs for how many months? They Well, the Capital Culture is running for the whole year. We run for two weeks from the 13th to 26th. But we will do over 200 events in that, and we'll do over a quarter of a million visitors. My goodness. You know, Galway, city of pubs galore, live music everywhere, a calendar full of festivals. Um, it's Irish, Ireland's most inviting city. And also, it's a bilingual city. Did you know that one out of four uh, Galway residents come from a different part of the world? I mean, that's amazing. Yes, yeah, a very welcome city. I myself are from Donegal, <laughs> which is at the very top of Ireland. And I went there as a student. Galway's yeah. famous for that, of people going for weekends, becoming students, and then never leaving again. Oh. Yeah, we have a big population. Uh, a lot of people have moved from Eastern Europe, a lot from Africa, and uh, it's become big cultural city. It's an international city then, yeah? It, it is, it is. And it's, it's a very welcoming town. Uh-huh. Population, any idea? Yeah, yeah, it's 75,000. Wow. It's small. Dublin is only 1.5 mil. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, whole yeah. country is like <laughs> 5 mil. Yeah. So that's a good share. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. We're happy. And and, and you uh, put together a whole array of events, and I understand in total number throughout the year, it's going to be something like 1,900 to 2,000. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And uh, do I understand there's a theme to the festival? Um, well, not to the, well, to the year-long festival, there is language, landscape, migration, all the things that are hugely important to the west of Ireland. Yeah. Like, so you take it like... If you go across the Atlantic, the first thing you run into is Dunangus, a 5,000-year-old fort ah. on the Iron Islands, and then you come into Galway Bay, and you have the Cliffs of Moher on one side of you, people talking Asgilliga, so you have the language and all that, and that's coming from the West, where most people migrated, especially during the Great Famine. 
So you have all that connection with the city of the world. The language is this still Gaelic? I mean, do they speak Gaelic? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and can you learn it? Uh, I mean, if you want to take a, a course there, oh, while yeah. you're there at the festival and just to yeah, there's lots keep of, up? Yeah, there's lots of, well, there'll be lots of Irish language stuff in the European capital culture. You can you only literally move nine miles outside the city and you're into areas that where the language is predominantly uh, mm. Irish or Gaelic. Wow. And uh, do I understand it's also a foodie town? A lot of big, good Big foodie and, town, yeah. Uh, restaurants and, and, and a good taste of Ireland there too? Good taste of Ireland there. Yeah, we've recently moved on. We have a couple of Michelin star restaurants now mm. in Galway couple of Michelin bibs as well. So we've moved from uh, when I came as a student, let's say the landscape 30 years ago was quite different to what it is now. So it's very exciting and always growing all the time. Uh, the BBC literally give it a big thing around its culinary move, movement as well. So, yeah, lots of stuff around sustainability, local pr- produce, etc. So, yeah, very exciting time in the food business. Mm. Now, each of the seasons has a Celtic name. Uh, is that, a, is that a, a, a cause of celeb, as we say, a cause? Well, what they're doing is they decided to go with the old Celtic calendar for the capital of culture. So in, instead of it being uh, basically starting in January, it starts in February and works its way around. So it's an old Celtic calendar they're using, which mm-hmm. should be fine well, for a Celtic the place. There. Yeah. 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 How do you get to uh, Galway? I mean, do the air, uh, can I fly from Aer Lingus to Shannon and yes. hop over or... Is yeah, we're only an hour away from Shannon Airport. Oh, yeah. Okay. How to by by cab, by private little car, or uh, there's no train service, is there? No, but there's a bus service. There is. Yeah, direct? yeah. Non-stop. I, yeah. yeah, I took it yesterday. A, B, a to B. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did. Yes. Did. And you say it's an hour ride. It's an hour ride. Daily. Yeah, oh, yeah, a few times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Uh, the thing about the thing about Galway is, is it's very easy to get to Galway. The trick is getting back out of Galway. It's very seductive. I'm one of those people that came to become a student and stayed for thirty years. So it's quite a seductive <laughs> place. Okay, well now we're out of Shannon. Yeah, now we're out of Shannon. Yeah, and that's twelve months a year. Yeah, because yeah. it's a twelve-month festival. Yes. Here. Yeah, yeah, and, so, and it's also only a, from the airport. It's less than two and a half hours from Dublin Airport as well. And there, 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 there's ferry service, meaning you can take a van. From oh, yeah, Shannon the, Airport to, to Galway, yeah? Oh, yeah, you can take it. Yeah. Yeah. So Galway is loaded with historic sites as well, or...? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Are they on the register? I mean, are they a uh, uh, World Heritage Site? Is that... Uh, well, yeah, well, the nearest World Heritage Site... Well, Iron Islands is one, now, uh, which is Galway, and then across the bay uh, is the Cliffs of Moher, and then into the Burn, which is another World Heritage Site. So we, we have quite a few. And then once you move out into... Connemara, there's loads of castles, etc. And then mm. there's a great legend of a very famous female pirate called Grania Whale. Oh. And uh, her castle as well is on Clare Island. So uh, we have a lot of castles. Uh, Bill, what about the islands of Ireland? I mean, uh, there's been note, uh, notes on them as well. Are they the destinations to consider? Oh, uh, absolutely. So you can stay there over. People sometimes fly over there for the day or there's ferry services. Ferry, yeah. You can uh, take there's ferry. There's three pr- primary islands over there and there's plenty of access to all of them and it's a wonderful day out or you can stay for a little longer if you choose. Huh. Is there uh, ample number of B&Bs? There's uh, a number of B&Bs. There's, there's no five-star hotels on the Iron Islands, but, but like you wouldn't want that in no. any event. But Ireland is still rural. I mean, about 
a third is still rural, do I understand, and two-thirds urban? Is that sort of close? I would say it's even the other way around. I'd say it's primarily a, a rural um, oh. country, uh, but there, there are it's packed with cities as well, from Dublin to Cork to uh-huh. Galway to Limerick to Belfast and Derry in Northern Ireland. So uh-huh. It's ringed by cities right al- around uh, the seaboard. Okay. Uh, so you can go from one to the other, and uh, as we said, there's access to, to Shannon Airport, and then a huge amount of access uh, from uh, all over the United States and Canada into Dublin Airport. Mm-hmm. And as John pointed out, it's only just over uh, ah. two hours from there to Galway City. So That's well connected all over the island of Ireland with great train services as well, interlinking all the cities. OK. And uh, there's, there's there, of course, you can rent a car. Just remember to drive on the left hand side. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shouldn't rule that out. And, uh, you, you know, it's there's many, many motorways that are being built to whisk mm-hmm. you around from city to city. But once you get there, you do have the quaintness of the Irish roads. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're not going to be uh, motorwayed out, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a really nice way to spend a holiday renting a car, traveling all over mm-hmm. the island of Ireland. I'm thinking of The Quiet Man. That was a movie years and years ago where we saw some of rural Ireland. There's plenty of rural Ireland. enough of that? Uh, Plenty of rural Ireland left to see. We haven't paved over everything yet. All right. Bill, uh, does the Irish Church Board have a a website we can uh, know? Yes, it's uh, not easy uh, to, it's very easy rather to remember. It's www.ireland.com. Okay, that's good. And And you can find everything about anything to do on the Ireland of Ireland from the Galway International Arts Festival to Galway uh, European Capital of Culture to mm-hmm. anything you want to do from camping to golfing to fishing to traveling around to bed and breakfast. Now you're talking. Everywhere. Golfing. Do you know, I've, I've read this, there's over 400 golf courses? Yeah, Ireland has one third of the golf links courses in the world are in the island of Ireland. One third? One third. And we're very lucky for a small little country. We've got... Um, we, are, we consider ourselves the home of champions because we have four golfers who've won uh, major champions. PGA? Uh, the, 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 the most recent of which was uh, uh, Shane Lowry won the Open, or the British Open, as it's referred to here. Okay. Uh, but Graham McDowell has won the US Open. Uh, Harold Clark has won the Open Championship or the British Open. The PGA was won by Padraig Harrington. He also won the British Open twice as well. So for a small little country, Seriously? we've got a huge amount of champion golfers. My and God. this year, um, uh, Padraig Harrington is captain of the mm-hmm. Ryder Cup when Europe takes mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. America in Whistling Straits. But it is returning to Ireland to Adair Manor in 2026. So that's very exciting. So the ongoing association with world-class golf is continuing. Mm. Uh, once more, the website? Uh, oh, it's all under uh, Ireland.com, oh. www.ireland.com. You can go to golf pages from there okay. get all the information you need. And one last uh, point. Air uh, uh, to uh, Shannon, uh, the main hub, from how many ports in the U.S.? Uh, well, most of, the, most of the ports go into Dublin. Okay. Uh, so you have uh, new services. For example, new services. United are introducing a new service from San Francisco to Dublin, but there's already existing services on Aer Lingus from LA to uh, and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, da- uh, American Airlines go from Dallas to Dublin. Um, Aer Lingus fly to, to Shannon as well, and mm-hmm. there's uh, Delta services and United services uh, to Shannon, but they're primarily seasonal. Mm-hmm. But Dublin is served all year round. Uh-huh. Out of New York, how many flights? Out of New style? York, there's like up to three flights. They fly from Newark and they fly from Kennedy. 
and Delta fly, Aer Lingus fly, and the and United and Aer Lingus fly from Newark as well. So Good there's a huge that, amount yeah. of seats. Again, as I mentioned earlier on, there's 66,000 seats a week in the peak period. So there won't be an excuse not to go to Ireland. You got it. You got it. And John, what do you have a website uh, for the yes. International Arts Festival? GalwayInternationalArtsFestival.com, G-A-A-F.A. Now you heard about the arts. There's so much art and theatre, music and dance in Ireland. I'm so pleased to have some very, very unusual people here today because they came out of their offices to join us today. I'm so thankful. So if I may say thank you to our friends here, Frances Howard. She's the Director of Marketing for the Irish Repertory Theatre in New York. Is this their 30th anniversary? We just finished our 30th anniversary. We are now in our 31st season. Oh, my God. And your associate, where am <laughs> All right. And you are the uh, the artistic uh, creator. Art director. Creator I do, I do force. all the kind of posters and okay. that sort of thing. <laughs> nice to have you. So what's going on there at the Irish Repertory Theatre? What are you doing this year? <laughs> and how are you celebrating St. Patrick's Day? Oh, my gosh. So many things. So uh, we do about 12 shows a year. And right now we are in previews with a show that has come over from the Galway International Arts Festival. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited to have it. We open on Sunday. It's Incantata, which is a poem by Paul Muldoon. Oh, yes, the Poet Laureate. Poet Laureate? Uh, He was at some point, but he's, uh, and he also was um, for a while the editor of poetry for The New Yorker, and uh, and he taught, and he still teaches at Princeton. Wasn't Um, he a a, a Pulitzer Prize winner? He's a Pulitzer Prize winning poet, yes. Ah, all right. Yes, and so this is an amazing work that he wrote in, I think it was published in 1994, about uh, the death of an ex-girlfriend who was a fellow artist she was an amazing printmaker, American, but had been living in Ireland mm-hmm, for a while mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. time. And um, it was about her early death, and it's a very mournful, but also kind of celebration of, of their shared art. Uh, this poem, it's absolutely incredible, and it was staged for the Galway International Arts Festival. Mm-hmm. And um, so our director, our producing director, Karen O'Reilly, went over and saw it when it was at the Gate Theatre just uh, last year. And now it's making its U.S. its U.S. premiere here at Irish Rep, and so we're really excited. We open on Sunday, and so we're excited to do that. But also, uh, we have another uh, theater downstairs, and we're celebrating another um, Galway resident, uh, Lady Gregory. Uh, and so it's set in Cool Park, uh, which is her home in Galway, which she left to the to Ireland. And uh, it's a historic work that is a biographical story of Lady Gregory, who's one of the founders of the Abbey Theatre in Galway, mm-hmm. or, sorry, in Dublin. Dublin and yeah. um, yes, but she, uh, we are, so it has biographical information, but it also has two of her original works, one of which is making its U.S. premiere now, 100 years after it was written. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> seven days at uh, the theatre, your theater? Yes, our theater is. We do seven performances a week, uh, and over the Wednesday through Sunday, and we do about twelve shows a year. All credit cards available? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we you can purchase tickets online or in person or over the phone, and we take credit cards and cash and any other method of payment. Really. Does the theater have a a? I like to say a school for training 
in the arts. We do. We do not. No, we are. We are dedicated uh, solely to presenting works of Irish and Irish American theater. Uh -huh. um, but I do think the Irish Arts Center might have some some classes to talk about. Let's do that. Oh, by the way, if I may, could you give us your website? Uh, yes, we are IrishRep.org. Hmm. We're going to come back to you, <laughs> and Barry O. Shane on. Okay, yeah. that's very Shane. Irish. Yeah. <laughs> and Barry is involved in the whole area at IAC, that's the Irish Arts Center here in New York. Uh, they're on the Midwest side, um, 51st Street? That's correct, yeah. In New York City? Yeah, 51st Street between uh, 10th and 11th Avenues. Okay. Um, yeah, so we are. So we're a, a multi uh, Irish Arts Center. Is a, it's a multidisciplinary uh, arts organization. Okay. Music, dance, music, dance, theater, literature, and as Francis mentioned, we, how we about also, storytelling? We do. We do. So uh, our, we've sort of quite a robust education program. Uh, we have forty classes in uh, music, dance, and language ah. uh, each week. Uh, storytelling is a, is a new, actually, a new addition to that education program. Um, we've also. Um, other classes in the, uh, the the literary arts as well, so storytelling, playwriting, um, uh, you know, short fiction, that kind of thing. Wow! Yeah. So it's 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 tra there's train is a training ground, yeah. Well, yeah, we think we like to think so anyway. Oh, certainly, yeah. that 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 um that we are creating a sort of uh, a network of of emerging um uh, you know artists um who can hone their skills in 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 our in our space it, it's home base for many I irish artists that come over from ireland that's right yeah and yours is almost the first stop yeah so <laughs> yeah it, yeah between ourselves and the, and the rep i think we, we do work a lot with and we've worked with uh, john and, and uh, galway international arts festival as well uh, he gets around, uh, <laughs> and he uh, does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah. But absolutely, we would see ourselves as a as a home for um, Irish work um, traveling um, to New York, and we, we we try our best to showcase and pre present mm -hmm. uh, emerging and established uh, artists uh, that are creating work in Ireland. Um, for that, and that also kind of uh, you know uh, uh, represent a, a sort of an. Um, an Ireland and Irish America uh, of the 21st century, mm -hmm. a, a modern and, and contemporary version of, of, of Ireland. So the artists that are presenting in Ireland, let's mm -hmm. say at the Galway Festival, mm -hmm. may sojourn, as they say, to your site for a three-day run or five-day run? Indeed, or? indeed, or longer, yeah. Or longer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, we... Um, <coughs> Uh, we do a number of research trips uh, throughout the year in Ireland, mm -hmm. lucky us, and uh, we uh, we attend uh, many festivals, in, including Galway, um, a year to to sort of um, uh, find new work that we think would be uh, needs to be seen uh, mm -hmm. in in New York and America more generally. Is there a scholarship program there of sorts? Uh, we have scholarship for our education program, so um, we uh, give discounted. Um, uh, uh, classes or, or free classes mm -hmm. to, uh, to people and they can apply um, freely uh, uh, you know they can just reach out to us uh, and we're, we're, we're happy to provide scholarships based on it. Uh, Give us some of the notables who have been there who appeared anyone we might recognize? Well it's funny you know I think in the 90s we had um, uh, we had a, a, a number of um, very f uh, people who, who became uh, quite famous Jim Sheridan was an uh, executive oh, sure. director a former executive director we had um, uh, Kenneth Branagh okay. played a, 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 um, had a play in the space. Uh, mm -hmm. Terry George mm -hmm. uh, as well. So a number of those, and now the new generation of of, of uh, people that we're um, presenting. Uh, we have uh, 
we've had uh, Hosier play uh, at our gala, the new, uh, um, not so new anymore, but um, uh, amazing artists like Loa, Declan O'Rourke, Camilo Sullivan, mm-hmm. the, the, the world-renowned uh, uh, fiddler um, Martin Hayes okay. uh, has, a, has a close relationship um, as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so that, that would Not be... Not bad. Uh, What's coming up? Any? Uh... Yeah, so I think we, we've spoken a lot about uh, Paul Muldoon. So Paul oh, yeah. Muldoon uh, hosts a, a sort of a monthly uh, sort of music and, and words jamboree, as he likes to call it, mm-hmm. um, uh, Muldoon's Picnic, and that's on uh, March 10th with uh, novelist Anne Enright and uh, musician Steve Earle. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a, a, our Celtic Appalachian celebration on, on, on March 13th, uh, Open Symphony Space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is basically a, a, a celebration, that some, a, a performance that celebrates the interplay between those two musical traditions. And it's hosted by um, Mick Maloney and his, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and his Greenfields of America. Um, and we also, on St. Patrick's Day, we give out uh, uh, over uh, 6,000 uh, free books to New Yorkers right across uh, uh, the five boroughs. Oh. Um, so we give out um, free Irish and Irish-American uh, books mm. um, as our sort of token to, uh, 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 to St. Patrick's Day and, and culture. And, and Nicely that. done. So yes, it's before good. I take off for Ireland, I could pick up some... Uh, Info of Absolutely. some of the arts uh, that are we foreseeing Certainly in just... Ireland, first there and then there. Correct, yes, yes. Uh, a place to whet your appetite for a trip to, to Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that being said, <laughs> I, I've got, uh, well, I've got Jimmy uh, Adonio here. He's the executive chef at the Fitzpatrick Hotels, and he's been there, I guess, I, I got to say, at least 10, maybe more than 10 years. Does he know Irish cooking? And does he know a taste of Ireland? Well, like uh, we were saying, an appetite would definitely be an experience to come over to the Fitzpatrick. We have two Fitzpatrick hotels, uh, one on the Lexington uh, 56th and the other one on Lexington and 41st. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, uh, if you want to experience a little flavor of Ireland, we have a... Um, a promo going on starting on the 9th of uh, March, and it's going to extend all the way to the 20th of March. Mm-hmm. And what we're exposing the New York population to is different uh, flavors of Ireland, different ingredients, different cheeses, uh, different meats and uh, flavors that you, you probably would be exposed to when you is go it, over to Ireland. Is, is, is there uh, the, the products uh, grown in Ireland, or is basically U.S.? Drastically, as they said. Um, one of the main uh, flavors and riches is is the grass-fed uh you know cattle that is over there mm-hmm. really is gives a really robust fresh flavor mm-hmm. um and also does a great job on cheeses really mm-hmm. phenomenal uh, flavored cheeses out there and ireland is known for cheeses bill would you say that ireland is well known for their uh, oh they've they've they're they've, they've growing international international reputation for for cheeses uh, and they make cheeses all over the island of ireland yeah. so uh we're we're a little behind the French in terms of the quantity of cheese. Well, it's a bigger country, <laughs> but uh, we're catching up fast, and uh, the, the the taste and the quality is is every bit as good. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. I think it's because of the, it's because of the the rain. It's because of the uh, the grass uh, fed cattle. It's it's mm-hmm. a combination of everything. Uh, we have the finest ingredients in the world, uh, and now for the last twenty or so years, we've had the finest chefs in the world. And it's a fantastic combination, and it's uh, waiting for 
all the visitors to come and experience themselves. Mm-hmm. And the products are available now in the US of A, you know? Well, absolutely. You get Irish butter. You get them in, in all the stores now. Uh, there's been a, a huge increase in the amount of exported foods uh, that mm-hmm. are uh, uh, produced in Ireland. So there's some good salmon, maybe? Uh, you get Fre- salmon in Ireland. Corn. You go to Costco and there's a huge range of Irish food that <laughs> yes. you can buy, but better off experiences but in better the at, Irish at, hotels, I think. At, at, at Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Donahue's uh, uh, palace of uh, fine food. <laughs> and, and, and yours is uh, forever Irish. I mean, you do... 365 days out of the year. Yeah. 365 days, but especially during the uh, month of March. Are you going to be doing an Irish brunch? Uh, We do our Irish brunch the whole day of St. Patrick's Day mm -hmm. on the 17th. And like I said, we're going to be doing a flavor of Ireland for the two weeks Mm -hmm. right before St. Patrick's Day. And is the Guinness flowing? The Guinness is flowing very well over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about cheeses. There's a really, really great Guinness Port Cheddar cheese that's oh. infused with Guinness. So it's, a, you know, again, we're talking about really nice ingredients and stuff like that. I would really recommend when you come over to have a taste of it. Well, that's it. And how about, um, I love the Irish sausages and the well fr- soda bread. You do soda bread? Sure. As it was brought up early, the famous Irish breakfast, we have 365 days out of the year. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely have that on St. Patrick's Day and every other day. The day after St. Patrick's Day, we have have a breakfast sandwich, an Irish breakfast sandwich. It's famous. There was a lovely song made about it at one time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll have that. And uh, again, you know, I, I recommend you. Come over and experience mm-hmm. seven that. days. Seven uh, days, three hundred sixty-five days. And, uh, and the menu is green, of course. Of yes, course. there's yeah. uh, the restaurant is called the Wheel Topper. That's the one on Forty Fourth, mm-hmm. and the other one's called the Fitz. That's the one on Lex in between Fifty Sixth. Is the menu uh, similar or? One is a gastropub type of experience, and the other one is a more fine dining experience. But, of course, you're going to have the comfort Irish dishes there, the lamb stew, Mm -hmm. the shepherd's pie, Uh and, again, the uh, chicken curry. And, of course, everyday fresh-made brown bread. Fresh-made. Wow. Wow. So, Bill, there is an Irish menu to talk about. I mean, we talk French, Italian Latino, but there is an Irish menu as you go through the U.S. of A. And in major cities, you'll find Irish-American restaurants throughout, I assume. And like I said, wherever you go, the Guinness is flowing. And uh, it, more and more, I think where, where I travel, I see more and more of Irish-American restaurants. Yeah, I think certainly those that um, have been to Ireland, they now know what fabulous food that there is in Ireland. And mm-hmm. I think from some years back, we probably there was a bit of a disservice towards Irish food was boiled and boiled again. And we had a mixed reputation. But over the last 20, 30 years, that has changed phenomenally as more and more people have visited Ireland and they've experienced the fine cuisine. And also as all the chefs that have been uh, delivered out of the catering colleges mm-hmm. in Ireland who uh, express themselves in a unique way with the best ingredients in the world, Really, Irish food is coming uh, to the world stage, mm-hmm. finally, and uh, thankfully. So, an, a taste of Ireland, an, an Irish taste. A taste of Ireland is a, is a festival uh, that has just been introduced. Yes, yeah, and just it, it actually runs for two to three months, and it's a, an all-island fe- uh, festival. It runs in the north of Ireland and in the Republic of Ireland, so it runs all over Ireland. Mm-hmm. It's a, a period of a period of time with uh, food festivals as such, and... Um, 
culinary delights and events mm -hmm. all over the island of Ireland. So it's another reason to go to Ireland. And again, it happens in the off-peak as well. It happens, starts from October. So it's another reason to go to Ireland in the off-peak when the fairs are a little bit cheaper, where it's not as crowded and uh, it's just a wonderful time to go any time of year. Ah, so the Celtic Tiger is roaring. Anyway, um, Jim, just one more point. Um, is there a limited menu if I come to your restaurant? Is, is it, do I have to pick and choose or is there a set menu? How does that work? Well, uh, on St. Patrick's Day, there will be a special brunch menu. Okay. Um, but during the other days of the week, you can have, as I said, the Flavors of Ireland, which will be two weeks going. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have an open menu that wow. is available with uh, infused different types of cuisines and, of course, a lot of the comfort foods from mm -hmm. Ireland. And both restaurants. You're both located. Both restaurants. What's your, uh, what's your website, by the way? It's uh, www.fitzpatrickhotels.com. My goodness. And, and Barry, uh, will you be having a, a celebration on St. Patrick's Day or... Is there a special program de yeah, well, designated? So, absolutely, yeah, uh, both. Uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be up very early giving out free books to, uh -huh. to New Yorkers around the, around the city, and then uh, I might make my way to the Wheel Tapper and have a pint uh -huh. with, my, with my new pal. We'll, we'll be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and what is your website, Barry? Sorry, yeah, my, uh, our website is uh, www.irishartscentre.org. Okay, so what we're saying is you can have a, a lick of Ireland here in the U.S. of A., but if you want the uh, the real thing, to put it uh, in a different way, you've got to take that trip to Ireland. And is any month of the year better than the other, Bill? And James, would you say? Is there one uh, month over another month? Would you recommend? Well, because there are festivals all in July. I'm going to say July. <laughs> but you're a 12-month festival. You're, I mean, yeah, you're we're on a tougher thing. Yeah, and with it's always good. 1,900 programs, you know. There's theater, there's music, there's art, there's dance, there's storytelling. Hey, you know, you've got to spend more than two weeks there. I know. Anytime's a good time. Well, my goodness. Anyway, um, so, Bill, back to you. Uh, Ireland is kicking its heels in terms of tourism. Two million two from the U.S. and Canada last year? Yes, and that's up from just one million in 2013. Wow. So it really has been exponential growth over the last period of time. And... Uh, you know, it's it's 95% of the people of the Americans said their um, holiday exceeded their expectations. We're just waiting for the other 5% to come back. Mm, 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 mm. What about from Europe? You get a lot of traffic from Europe? Uh, we, from, the, from the other side of the pond? We do. We get slightly more uh, from the continental Europe uh, than we do from North America. Mm. Uh, the biggest market is, in fact, from Great Britain, where we actually... Oh, but there you're next door neighbor. Million, but we're next door neighbors there. But uh, importantly, the Americans uh, stay longer, they spend more money, and they travel all over the island of Ireland. Some of the other markets are a little bit Dublin-centric, mm -hmm. and it's not what we're trying to achieve. So the American uh, audience market is the most important for us mm -hmm. in that they travel all over. We love them. Uh, we mm -hmm. speak English, they speak English, different versions, oh. uh, but they have a great time. But um, when they're coming to Ireland from the U.S. of A., are they also... Um, uh, traveling to the north, the Belfast is a great city, a uh, city of also are No, they absolutely are. We, about 11% of the, of the uh, traffic uh, coming to the island of Ireland goes to the north of Ireland. And mm -hmm. we, we are an all-island body, so we get funding from Northern Ireland as well. and the Republic of Ireland government. Mm -hmm. So our, our, 
one of our, our we've got three real missions. One is to expand the seasons and get people to go all over mm-hmm. all times of the year. The other is that they go north, south, east and west. But we have a particular focus to get more people to go to the north of Ireland, to go to Belfast, to go to Derry, to travel all over. And uh, it's a wonderful part of the island of Ireland. And uh, food is great. Great cultural uh, experiences to be had up there, mm-hmm. and they get an exceptionally good welcome. As and well. the B and Bs are different. Of course, they're more private, more personal. I assume. And uh, if you're in for a castle tour, you can do that too. Uh, so, and by the way, what are the holidays like? Let's say Christmas. If one spends Christmas and New Year's in Ireland, is there a is there all electricity enough electricity there to turn us all? We have enough to turn you all on. Ah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we absolutely do. Um, in fact, a lot of people uh, spend Christmas away from Dublin if they're from Dublin into different castle properties. A lot of them offer Christmas packages, that's and that's point. becoming more and more popular for visiting Americans as well who may have Irish uh, heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so you know, for any time of the year. There's going to be uh, an offering, an accommodation offering for visiting Americans. So you've opened the door, actually, to the North American market uh, with uh, Visit Ireland, the program. And so when you have packages, I'm assuming that uh, there's uh, many packages are available with the tour operators and the travel agents that you... Yeah, yeah. in fact, you can can find them on our website, uh, ireland.com. We actually host the commercial offers. Tourism Ireland doesn't sell anything ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we rely on people who put up product on our website that people can buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's part of our remit as well, because we don't sell anything yet. Uh, we want people to go to Ireland, not just read about Ireland. Mm-hmm. We want them to book packages. So we work with the airlines. We work with all of the airlines in a commercial cooperative manner. And we work with about 30 different uh, tour operators where we invest in their programs. They invest in our programs. Mm-hmm. And together we deliver... Um, close to uh, one million third-party commercial referrals. Nicely. That's, these are the referrals who go out onto their sites, and they come from Ireland.com and some of the other platforms that we offer. So we have a real focus on getting people to go to Ireland, not just getting them interested. I understand it's also a corporate de- become a corporate destination. Last year, there were more than 500 international conferences? Yeah, we have conference centres all over Ireland. They have conference centres in... In Limerick, Cork, a major one in in Dublin and a huge centre in Belfast as well. And that's drawing international conferences from all over the world. Uh, We we market that under a brand name called Meet in Ireland. Sounds like a dating site. Well, no. no. But uh, that's what we uh, market under Meet in Ireland. And for people who who are looking to programme international conferences, they can go on to Meet in Ireland and they can find out what incentives they get uh, to, to host their conference in mm-hmm. Ireland as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. More to come. And some of these cities have uh, convention centres? Oh, absolutely. They have uh, large convention centres. Uh, the big ones are, of course, in, in, Dublin, in Dublin, Dublin and Belfast. Dublin and they town. can accommodate yeah. several thousand people at the one time. But it's not all about me- mega conferences. It's the smaller meetings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a huge incentive industry. I was going to say that. Incentive programs. There are enough of those? Yeah, we've been in sell- selling incentive. These are like when they're top sales people from insurance companies or for... for a trip to Ireland. They, they, if they sell enough, they'll get an incentive trip yeah, to Ireland course, that yeah, they don't yeah. pay for. And that's something that we've been selling for really the last 70 years And there's so many properties that they can go to. They can experience archery, shooting, fishing. There's so much to see and do. And we have a huge, big 
home industry around that incentive product. Mm, amazing. Now, you have a big ad campaign running presently, yes? We run TV campaigns. We run about 11 cities in the United States in 2020. Uh, we run them January, February, March, and then we put, pretty much bring them online in the summer months as well. But we also have a huge digital campaign. So you see us right across uh, the spectrum and you go into different sites and you'll see uh, uh, Tourism Ireland being advertised. And of course, we bring a lot of journalists, about 200 journalists to Ireland every year, who in turn deliver about $150 million in equivalent advertising not value. Bad, so bad. it's a combination of cooperative marketing with the airlines, with the tour operators, uh, bringing journalists to write about Ireland, uh, advertising on TV, and also digital advertising, and then working with our partners, airline Not partners. Bad. So it's, it's, it's organized. It's, it's, a, it's a multiple plan. It includes major network, TV networks. We do major TV networks, and we also do cable advertising as well. Huh. You're all over the map. You do the best you can. You do the best you can. Well, how about that? Barry. Is uh, St. Patrick's Day still open, or do I have to get uh, take a reservation? Or uh, not no? at all. No, just just uh, show up on a street corner, and you'll see a stall of us uh, <laughs> uh, uh, giving out the giving out books. So you're mm. you're more than welcome, and everybody's more than welcome to to come. Uh, we'll have um, we'll put up on our website the locations of those stalls. Please do. Yeah. Please give it one last time. Your website for IrishArtsCenter.org. And Jimmy. Um, I've got to stop by for a, a taste of the Guinness, but I know you're in and out, but tell us again your website. Uh, you can get them actually a uh, website. It'll be the uh, www.fitzpatrickhotels.com or the wheeltopper.com or the fitz.com. And is there enough Jameson to keep us all in tow? Listen, if you're going to come to the only owned and run Irish hotel in New York City, we will have plenty. <laughs> okay, Francis. Uh, so um, St. Patrick's Day is an event for you as well. I mean, for the yes, the, we will be having our performance of Lady of Lady G plays in West Springs of Lady Gregory that day. Mm -hmm. It'll be a special show mm -hmm. celebrating Irish culture. And you've got some uh, brochures or, or flyers for us to uh, yeah. that we can stick in our pockets. And oh, absolutely, always. Yeah. We always have them right in the front of our lobby for anybody to take. We're in Chelsea on 22nd Street. You've been there forever, uh, yes? We have. Uh, this year will be our 25th year in that space. Our first six years we were in different spaces all over the city. Mm -hmm. There's only one of you. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> golly. Okay. Seven days? Seven days a week? Yep. We're open seven days a week. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, matinee performances? Uh, we have matinee performances on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. All right. Mm -hmm. um, your website one last time. Irishrep.org. Okay. And your associate. Nice to have you. Yeah, thanks Although for me, pronouncing your name, is it an Irish name? It, it is. It's a, it's a Celtic name, but it's actually more Scottish. Oh, it's so more Scottish? If you've seen the movie Braveheart. I certainly have. That was filmed <laughs> in Ireland, wasn't nice it? End. Filmed in Ireland? It was in Wicklow, actually, where I'm from. So it was well, wait a minute. Wasn't that filmed in the north? I thought there, there was some part of Bill, you would know. It was filmed uh, in Kildare and oh, okay. Wicklow. So. Okay, so okay. I'm not making it up. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's more of a Scottish name. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Scotland is a lovely destination as well. Okay, and you've given us your website. Thank you. Oh, did you? Did you, yes. David? I mm -hmm. say thank you. James, John, uh, we've got to come over real quick. You do. The, 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 the end point of the festival, your festival, is April 
30th? No, we're on from 13th to 26th of July. Oh, so you've got more time. We've got a lot well, of I've time. I've got more time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And some of the special events, can you just give us a little bit of a, what some of the special programs you're doing? Yeah, well, we, we do, we premiere, we do several world premieres of new theatre works, and we'll be doing that this year. We'll also be doing a massive installation uh, in Galway. Okay. Uh, and then we run a, a rather a big music program, and we'll have American favourites like the Pixies and the Flaming Lips will be uh-huh. playing with us this year as well. So it's we going to end program. with the Lum- Luminaire Festival, did I yes. hear? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a magnificent program. It's a French-inspired program. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based. That's going to be the tail end, and it's yeah. going to be absolutely extraordinary. We Give us your website one more time. GalwayInternationalArtsFestival.com. Okay, John. John. Bill. Bill Condon is VP of Marketing for the Irish Tourist Board. He's been here for a number of years, I assume. Yeah. I'm not going to ask. That's okay. Uh, there's a lot going on in Ireland this year, yes? I mean, yeah, more than ever. More than ever. There's festivals, uh, as we've heard. Uh, there's food festivals, as we know. Sports festivals. There's there's no end of festivals, and they run for 12 months of the year mm-hmm. as well. So there's never a bad time to go to Ireland. Uh, there's cheaper times to go to Ireland. There's less crowded times to, uh, to go to Ireland. But... Uh, there's always a good time to go to Ireland. And our website is uh, hard, hard to uh, forget, www.ireland.com. Wow, you've heard it from them. And they know it best. This is Michael on Let's Travel Radio. You've got to visit, to our dear friends in North America, some of the sites here. Although two or three of them are right here in the New York City area, and you've heard from them. And otherwise, you've got to pick up uh, Aer Lingus and any of the other air carriers and fly over uh, to Dublin and then take a transit to Galway to get into the festival. Is the price points reasonable? You vary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as We try to make it as accessible as possible for as many people as possible. I'm coming over. Anyway, Michael and Let's Travel Radio, so nice of you to be here today. How do we salute in Irish? A uh, farewell salute. Slán lát. Yeah. Is that right? Or Slán There you go. You heard it from them, Michael and Let's Travel Radio. We'll see you in Ireland. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away.